Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy, the show that talks 100% L.A. Galaxy soccer. We're glad you could join us. Now it's time to sit back and relax as your hosts navigate through the twisting, turning, but never boring world of the five-time MLS Cup champion, L.A. Galaxy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com, coming to you live from Corner of the Galaxy Studios on Thursday, January 10th, just 10 days, count them, 10 days, before the L.A. Galaxy will report for physicals January 20th to start the 2019 preseason. Uh, last week we had the schedule released, and that was something that Kevin and I got to talk about on Monday. Uh, this week we have a whole bunch of other news that has popped up and come forward, including uh, talking about some of the technical staff that will be joining the LA Galaxy. We have some esports news. Uh, we have some rumor trackers, finally a defender rumor for everybody who is complaining about defender rumors. That was me rolling my eyes in case you're not watching our live feed. Uh, finally, a defender rumor is there, so we have that as well. Other things, Giovanni Del Santos, Ashley Colon mentioned in rumors as well, so we're going to talk to you about that. And MLS Super Draft coming up. So like I said, a bunch of stuff that we need to talk about before we do any of that. Let's welcome back to the show. Uh, he was off last week, which was good. Uh, that means you guys got sick of me for talking for 60 minutes. Uh, the Portuguese hammer himself, Mr. Eric Vieira. Eric, how's it going, buddy? It's going very well. It's, you know, what's the saying? Uh, distance makes the heart grow fonder. So I think that's why we, we need these breaks. That is, way is that, we appreciate each other when is, we, we get back together. Is that what people actually say? I, I don't think so, but okay. you know, I say it, and it's how we justify my, my breaks here. That's fine. That, right. That going works. along with it? I'll, I'll do whatever you say. We're off to a great start. It, you know, we'll, we'll make it happen. I'm not too <laughs> worried about it. But anyway, uh, the LA Galaxy, uh, a busy week. Uh, we got some news that came out. Some news that was old news. Um, you know, not that you could tell from some publications out there. Ooh, shade. That's that was, what we call that was shade. shade. That was shade. Um, the the thing we could just lead off with Dave Romney officially. It's official. It's official now. <laughs> now, if you remember, corner of the galaxy, myself, uh, right there, uh, told you Dave Romney was resigning and broke that news on December eighteenth. So, if you have any certain pay sites that you go to that wanted to tell you that it was breaking news or some sort of news that Dave Romney was about to re-sign a contract, and that happened, uh, I think, two days ago, whenever it came out or however that ended up happening. Um, the whole deal. If you went to that certain pay site that might rhyme with the Schmathletic... Wow. Yes. That's, that's, you could have looked up a few words in the thesaurus to, the, to rhyme with to that. Rhyme with it, to get no, it. I thought it was good. But anyway, <laughs> I just thought it was funny. You know, hey, I get, to, I get to beat my chest every once in a while. This is one of those times I'm glad. Enjoy your victory lap. Yeah, the great thing was, and the thing that made me the, uh, the best uh, or, or the happiest out of all this, Eric, was the fact that uh, they announced it, the Galaxy officially announced it, and people were literally saying, didn't that happen like a month ago? Yeah, it felt, was, it felt was like, like a long right, time ago. All right. And that's you know a testament to you and the, and the, the podcast here is when news breaks, the Galaxy makes it official, but it should be old news to those of you who listen to Corner of the, the Galaxy. Yeah, I mean... That's we, the name of the show, right? We try, I, almost, yeah, I almost tripped over it. It's one of those. It's been a week. Don't worry about it. You'll, you'll, get, you'll settle in eventually. <laughs> you'll get used to it. Um, no, but I, I think the Galaxy, you know, they, they announce things on their own time, which is fine. They certainly don't need yeah. to do it, but um, we're, you know, we're, we're there, and we're trying to stay on top of things. And between Kevin and myself, we try to break as much news as we can. And trust me whenever I say, you know, I think if we both had our choice, we would rather not break news because it's a ton of work in order to do and <laughs> a whole bunch of other stuff. But, um, but yeah, so whenever you look at all this stuff, you, you come through. So uh, we're glad. Dave Romney, uh, you know, as we told you back in December, re-signed with the LA Galaxy. That's, that's true. Uh, another guy who re-signed with the LA Galaxy, which was announced and which was also broken here on Corner of the Galaxy, uh, was Emmanuel Boateng. So Emmanuel Boateng re-signs what we are expecting is a multi-year deal. Um, whenever we say multi-year, that could mean two years. It could mean three years. 
Most of the time, what it really means is a two-year deal, and usually that second year is a team option. So just keep that in mind that one year, if you hear next year that, that you know, uh, Emmanuel Boateng has option declined, right, then you'll know sort of where that whole thing is. That that was at. the second year. Yeah. And, and I believe this was an option decline as well, and that's why there was the discussion. Uh, he was out, he of, was out, he of, out contract. of contract. Yeah, okay. he was out of contract. But so. still, I think that that's a good addition. I know there were rumors that, you know, it wasn't set in stone. The other There were some other players, Pontius and Romney, that it just seemed like a matter of time. But I know Boateng was one of those names where it didn't seem like it might have been a done deal. But but it is a sigh of relief to have him back because he, he does bring that deadly speed. And that's something, you know, say what you will about everything else. The speed speed kills. And that is going to be a factor, with especially with the condensed season that we have. I was going to say, you you know, this is this is one of the things that we've been talking. There, there's people who are certainly on the other side of the fence with Emmanuel Boateng in terms of, well, whether you should bring him back. And I, I would argue that without him last year and the injury to Pontius, the Galaxy were in real trouble. Um, and the fact that he was there was, you know, was a good thing. And I still think he's going to be most dangerous coming off the bench. Um, he hasn't proven that a whole bunch, um, but it's something that we continue to look at and continue to watch and say, okay, is this going to be the year that he develops into this player that we're pretty sure he's going to be? Or, or is this, or is this who he is? And he's the known commodity. So if, if you let him go, then who else are you bringing in to give you that, that, that piece of the toolbox. And so it's almost, you know, like the devil, you know, you know what you're going to get from him. And so, you know, let's, let's get him in here and we know what we can expect from him and we know exactly which situations we could plug him in. So I think, I think it's a good move. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I, I've always, I thought whenever you looked at the three out of contract players, uh, Chris Pontius and Dave Romney and Ima Boateng at first look and first glance, I said, I expect all of them to be back. Um, because when you look at this team and look at the way it was constructed, it was very easy to sort of find, in my mind, Eric, the guys who you wanted to get rid of this year. Mm-hmm. And then there were guys, first of all, there's there's two categories. There's guys you wanted to get rid of, there were, and then there's guys that you wanted to get rid of and could get rid of. I was going to say guys that you can get rid of <laughs> and that guys matters. that you want to get rid of. That yeah. matters. Because you look at it now in the LA Galaxy as it's constituted right now with Emmanuel Boateng being not officially added to the roster, but you know, put that one in the bank too. Um, Emmanuel Boateng is on my roster that I'm counting. The Galaxy have 23 players. Okay, now you're going to have a total of 28 spots plus two homegrowns if you want to fill those two homegrown spots. I, and I want to make this clear because people have been asking questions about that. Those homegrown spots, those that 20, that 29 and 30 spot, you could just take the homegrowns that you have and move them into that spot, which gives you two additional. So you can creep into 29 and 30 if you want, but technically the roster is 28 plus two homegrowns. All right, so that's how it all so works. Those, two, those bottom two just keep getting bumped, right? As 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 the list fills up, right? And so you just sort of like, oh, okay, if we really need them, then we can put them on there, and it, it makes some sense and it works. So anyway, uh, but when you look at, it, I mean, there's guys like we said who you want to get rid of, Giovanni dos Santos, and haven't been able to get rid of. Uh, there's guys like Jorgen Shelvick, who I'm sure if you had your choice, you would be like, hey, yeah, that two-year contract, we think it's a two-year contract. Um, with the money you're paying, with the money you're paying, use that money elsewhere. We could have easily used that money elsewhere. Right. So a million dollars last year in 2018. Don't know. Expect raises in 2019. That's how contracts work. Contracts very rarely stay the same unless it's some of the lower level guys. Uh, usually contracts have a higher second year than they do a first year. Um, and usually it's never, you never see a contract that goes down in value. That's it's front loaded. Yeah. yeah. At least in, not in, not in, in MLS structures. Yeah. I was going to say it, it. Yeah. They don't do that. There isn't a lot of front loading in, in MLS, uh, structures 
sometimes there's, I guess, a signing bonus. Like, if you get signing bonuses and stuff like that, and then that actually gets amortized over the years. So whenever you look at the the, the money that you're getting on the union, it's actually divided, but they got all that money in one year. It's Don't don't ever <laughs> dive into that, okay? Don't do it. It's not worth it. I'm don't just telling, look into the hidden rules. That's just, don't just, look directly into the eyes. Yeah, just <laughs> as it all goes. Um, so, I mean, there's guys like Giovanni Dos Santos you want to get rid of and are trying to get rid of. There's Jorgen Shelvick who you want to get rid of but can't get rid of. Uh, Perry Kitchen probably falls into the as much money as you're making. Maybe we could probably yeah. use that money elsewhere. But you can't get rid of him because he had a contract. So he's staying. So, and I said this before last year ended. They were only going to replace a handful of players because everybody else was pretty much locked in. And the guys they've brought back so far, I think, are guys that were guys I would expect to be back. There's guys you did guys you and I mentioned it with with Ema, guys who you wouldn't feel good if they left. No. I think if 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 Romney left, if Boateng left and Pontius left, you feel a little bit worse about this team than having them stay. Yeah. So what you know, and that's and that's sort of the balance. But I mean, you know, I know there's people out there who didn't like the Dave Romney signing and you sit there and go, listen, that dude can play four positions on the back line. You don't have too many players that can play every single position on the back line. So even if he's not a starter, all right, which I would argue he probably deserves to be a starter after last year and, and down the stretch. And it almost better serves you if he's not a if your argument is is that, then it almost better serves you that he's not a starter. Exactly, because he can fit into any of the spots that you need to to fill in those areas. And the Galaxy, by the way, have currently on the roster, let's see, uh one, two, three, four, five, six defenders. That was a good pod. Four, they, and it always is. Uh, four, <laughs> four of those guys have to start. So you have two backups right now. And yeah. by the way, to, to the two guys who aren't start, who probably aren't starting, you know, whenever you go, there has to be more. Hold on, I got to count it again. And, and, and if we're being real, we know that with a season, there comes injuries. There are reasons why Pontius didn't finish the season. It, be, it comes because of injuries. So you're going to need depth. So yes, maybe you don't love Perry Kitchen, but there's going to be a point where someone has, you know, a hamstring tightness or, you know, has an injury from a previous game and you're going to need to plug those guys in there. So, so there's nothing wrong with, with stockpiling your assets. I don't, I don't see an issue with, especially since you can't get rid of these guys. Yeah. You, you can't complain that they're here. No. They're so, going to serve a purpose. So again, six defenders, four of those guys have to start. They don't really even, I would say, have a starting back line yet because I think they're missing a left back. We'll get into that rumor in, in a little bit in terms of uh, uh, possibly, possibly uh, a player coming back. But you look at that and you say, okay, so four, so they already just have two subs on defense. So you would have to imagine with the roster space they have right now that they're going to be adding, I've said, two to three defenders in these last sort of bits. And when you look at that and you say, okay, two to three defenders, probably one of those guys is a starter. One of them is probably a borderline starter. And one of them is a backup. That makes sense because you already have backups. You have Hilliard Arce, you know, again, we get into Is he going to get minutes? That, I mean, we'll see. I don't know. Does do you think he deserves to get any minutes? No, that, that's what I'm saying. So do you count him as, as a, as a depth position? Yeah. Uh, if you if if you don't think he's going to sniff the field, but I guess if you think back to last season where he was plugged in, he was plugged in when there were when they were missing pieces. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, so, so I, I understand that. I, I walk back the exact point that I just made. Okay, there good. you go. Just, Beauty of the life. That show. was there. That is that is good pod. <laughs> that, is, that is good pod. Um, no, whenever you look at, at this thing again, the the, the gal you need to build these specific backup players and borderline starters and guys who are going to push and guys who are a little bit younger and a little bit cheaper. All those things are part of building a roster. You can't have in Major League Soccer 
four designated players. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. <laughs> maybe that was a bad example. Maybe, maybe you maybe shouldn't that, have gone with that. Maybe that, that wasn't. I shouldn't have led with that yeah. one. But no, you can't have guys, all guys making, you know, five, six million dollars on the team. And you, you can't know, have all guys making all 500,000. That's just no, not possible. It do, yeah, it doesn't work. So there are guys like Carrasco. I asked people today, um, I was like, okay, so what are the surprises? Tell me the surprises that you have. Here are the guys who have re-signed or signed a new contracts or anything like that. Uh, Emmanuel Boateng re-signed. Is that a surprise? No. Oh, I don't this, think is so. Is this the audience game? Yeah, no, no, you, no, it's not yeah, a surprise. No, well, you, you're allowed to answer <laughs> okay. however you want to answer. You tell, you tell me, Eric, all right? All right? Is, so is Emmanuel Boateng a surprise? No. Okay. Uh, is Chris Pontius a surprise? No. Okay. Is Zlatan Ibrahimovic a surprise? <laughs> I'm I'm surprised. I'm happy that he stayed. Right, but it, I I could have seen him leaving. Right. So it, is is it a surprise uh, that he's returning? In, in a way, yes. yes but, but at the same time, we're you wanted him. You back. want him back. So if for the purpose of this exercise, yes. you wanted him back. <laughs> you, you always have to be difficult. Yeah, you know, you know uh, I couldn't just give you a yes or no. Um, here's two guys who signed new contracts. Now, one of these guys had their option decline. One of these guys was out of um, contract. All right, Rolf Felcher was he a surprise? I don't think he was a surprise. I, I was because he came and it was his first season last season. I was expecting him to be back. Back. I, right. I didn't know that not having him back was an option. And the Galaxy did their due diligence in this in terms of going to the going to Rolf and saying, "Okay, we're not going to give you all the money we said we were going to give you for next year because we have an option on this." Yeah, so, so they went know. and they negotiated apparently down. So I mean that was that was a good piece of business. Yeah. Okay, good job. That was good. So Rolf Felcher comes back. Dave Romney. Is that a surprise? Not a surprise. Well, because he is a Swiss Army knife. Exactly, and and Dave Romney is with the the longevity that he's had with the team. Uh, again, to see him go elsewhere when you can offer him, uh, you know, the money that he's deserved up to this point. Uh, no, it's not a surprise to see him. Back. I'll tell you what what the the one player who is a surprise, and here or at least to me, Servando Crossco. Yeah, that's surprising. I thought we they could have let him walk. And the only reason that you sit there and you don't care about Servando Crossco coming back is because. He didn't make any money, so it doesn't. Yeah, yes, he takes true. up a roster spot, but he had sixty-seven thousand five hundred in twenty eighteen. Well, yeah, I mean, I, what are you gonna? Okay, you, do you need another yeah. midfielder there? That's the one that. Well, you, and that's the thing. If if, if we're the super draft is coming up tomorrow, do you draft a player and pay him that salary, or do you go again? Going back, the devil, you know, you know what you're gonna get from a from a veteran, a veteran presence, and you know what the expectation is, so you just keep him around at that salary and you don't risk it on someone who you may end up releasing later. So low risk. I, I will tell you this. If you want to criticize the LA Galaxy for that, I sure, go ahead. For 67000 but go ahead. I mean, I think there's... A, you could you could look back at what they did last year and say that that's going to hurt them more this year if you don't get performances out of guys like Kitchen Shelvick mm -hmm. for how much money that you're paying but that you're also probably out of those contracts at the end of this next season as well. Again, it's about contracts and flexibility, they're, they're too. They're this year's Mike Ciani. <laughs> Are they going to get a McLaren? <laughs> I, I hope so. Each of them. They both get McLarens. Um, no, so, I mean, that's that's what you're looking at in, in terms of this. I, again, I think the Galaxy have three, uh, three to four defenders to add. I mean, it just... It doesn't even make sense. There's no left back right now. Mm -hmm. um, no, no left back that you're like, oh, that's definitely the left back. Um, they have no backup at right back which the Galaxy apparently just don't want to have right back up at right back. So, I mean, you know, there's stuff to criticize. Robbie Rogers isn't coming back? No, he's not. Uh, 23 players right now, 28 possible. You figure they are going to fill between five and seven more slots. Yep. We've got time. Plenty there, of time. Plenty of time. The transfer window, I don't even think, is open yet. Um, I think it opens in February, So, and which doesn't mean anything, by the way, because you yeah. can bring players and you just can't add them to your roster officially. You can't sign the until, dotted line. Yeah, there you go. Um, so... 
it's uh, it's one of those things that I, I sit there and I know I was I listen I had a, I had a tough day this morning. All right, so I was yelling at people on Twitter. And it was because I got up early and went and did you're my not, workout. You're not supposed to do that. You're not yeah, supposed I to know. get in arguments um, on Twitter. It wasn't an argument. I was just screaming at people. It's, there was no... There was, you, was first ther- of all... That's per- called therapy. First of all, I was right, so I didn't really care, right? So it was, it was one of those. Yeah. But I was angry for no reason. Primal was, scream therapy. Yeah. Imagine being married to me with that type of logic all the time. I was right, so no. you know, I was just screaming. I'd rather not imagine that, that, if you don't mind. It's a good time. Good time. <laughs> I'm a caring person. Uh, let's see. No, so you look at that, and, and I'm, just, I'm just not big on... I know the Galaxy have screwed the fans in the last couple of years. I get it. And you look at the decisions they've made and how they've tried to go about this, but they've made the right decisions. And quite honestly, I thought they made good signings last season. The guys just didn't pan out. You look at Shelvick, that should have panned out. Michael Ciani was always going to be an yeah. issue, and we knew, everybody knew that coming into it. Um, I thought Perry Kitchen for at the start was a good at signing. At the beginning of the season... Everyone was feeling really good about Perry Kitchen. I really like Perry, yeah. and it just didn't it didn't work. It didn't and end well. It didn't well. It didn't fit what that team was. Maybe it works differently in a different formation with yeah. Perry Kitchen this year. I mean, and the same thing with Shelvick. Put him with somebody. Put him with somebody who's capable, who's a capable defender, and can they build a partnership there and make something happen? Because him and Michael Ciani don't work. Yeah. Well, and it kind of goes back to you have to see how how the the chemistry is because legit, I know, has been tried out, uh, and and some of the fans have asked for him to be in the midfield, but when he was put in that position, he wasn't necessarily successful. But with the pairing with Jonah Dos Santos in the middle, that worked. So it's just a matter of having the right component. So it wasn't that. Uh, legit couldn't be in the middle. He just needed the right pairing. So the same thing with Kitchen. It's not that Kitchen can't serve a purpose in that role. It's just when he's not paired with the right people, then he's not going to be able to execute effectively. And so that I think that's what happened with Perry Kitchen. It's not that he's, you know, god-awful, although I'm sure, again, primal scream therapy and Twitter people will, will say the opposite. Right. But I, I think it's it's a pairing thing. He He didn't have... He didn't have people who complimented his game well. No, and, and it's all about those pieces. And who knows? Maybe the Chicolotto can figure out a way to sort of put those pieces together. So, I again, I'm just I, – I agree. But you look at the players now that the Galaxy got rid of, right? So, Ashley Cole, as of right now, we'll talk about that. Sort of, just <laughs> no, called the tease. tease. Teasing. Uh, Michael Ciani, okay. Baggio Husidic, okay. Sh- Shannon Williams, okay. Yeah. Ari Lasseter, okay. Brian Silvestri, okay. And then at one point, uh, Savondra Carrasco was on that list, and but he came it, back. He was the surprise. We've, well, and it's one of it. those who sit at your Carrasco. I think it's it's a coin flip. And just pick and which look one. At which one is pay, getting yeah, paid? The, the one who's getting paid 175, or the one who's getting paid 67. That's the one you keep. So if you or you could keep neither of them. Again, that, I, if you want to criticize, but sure. But then you'd bring someone else at that value, and then I mean, let's what, be realistic. For sixty-seven thousand dollars, who else are you going to get? That's that's going to be better. And I don't know. That's, I hate to be the guy sitting in a chair critiquing someone's talent, but at that price level, I mean, what that, do you you get? What you pay for? That's why you get the big bucks, dude. Yeah. Just come in here. Just you know, it's, it's scorched earth. All right, just get, just burn it all down yeah. in front of you. It doesn't. You matter. get what you pay for, and then eight hundred thousand on Mike Ciani. I guess maybe you don't always get what you. Pay for. <laughs> oh, you get what you pay for. <laughs> the McLaren you, was worth. You it. You get what you pay for. Okay, <laughs> so all that stuff always comes back, whether it works or not. Um, so anyway, I mean, so again, I'm just not surprised by any of this stuff, and I don't think that anybody should be surprised by these moves. And you can say that the team looked, the team was always going to look a lot like it was because they got rid of so many. people people the year before yeah. and signed a whole bunch of people that means that those people are all on contract so you knew there wasn't going to be people oh we need we need 12 new players that's never going to happen not going to happen and the guys they got rid of were guys that you wanted to get rid of now they moved giovanni dos santos everybody agrees the season the off season's a success kind of no matter what <laughs> happens 
Um, yeah, and that's int- and, and again, when you look at it and you say, well, the team's not that much different, but if you were to move a Giovanni Dos Santos and people would be happy with it, then it's the same thing with the other pieces. It's addition by subtraction. I mean, I think last season, looking back at some of those games, you almost think we'd be better not having these players on the roster and just keeping, you know, everyone else. And so that's kind of the situation we're in now. You get rid of the pieces that didn't work, and right now, you're you're better off without them than you were keeping just a warm body. Yeah, it, it, to me it makes a lot of sense. I will say this: you can certainly criticize the Galaxy if they don't do anything to reinforce their defense. If they don't go out, go out and get three or four players, three or four defenders. Because really, you look at the depth across all the different positions, and you're kind of okay. Although I'll still argue that the Galaxy are thin at striker um, because Giovanni Dos Santos is not on this team, and that's so, a fair argument. And yeah. especially with Zlatan's age, yep. And, and if his only backup is. It, is Kamara and well, he's but he's not right. But he's, I mean, but he's, if, yeah. if that's not where you're playing him, if Kamara's playing somewhere else, then then he's not the backup. Right. Then who's the backup up front? So I, I understand that. So Brad Bradford Jameson is a striker that is somebody who would be a backup, even though he's more of a right wing. Um. So well, I enjoyed him when he played in the middle. I, I guess I, you I could put he, Boateng up top, right? I mean, that's they've done that before and it worked out horribly. Subbing so. Zlatan for Boateng is always my favorite Galaxy moment. <laughs> I love that exchange. You know, Zlatan off the field, Boateng on. You know, the, 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 the stark contrast is always amazing to me. You know Zlatan is uh, convinced that he's as fast as Boateng, right? <laughs> yeah, this, is, this is like a thing. This He's is not the, convinced. He knows. He knows. He, no, he's, 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 he's never once. I think they did, uh, they did some different drills and stuff like that, and so there was like a speed drill, and Zlatan has the really long gait, so for like two seconds, steps he can catch Ima and just tag him he's like see you're not as fast as you're not like you get him <laughs> that's out that's not how this works that's not how yeah I go you get him out and, and Ima's gone um so anyway so so that type of thing I just I want to preach patience with an eye towards looking what the galaxy now need you know they need defense listen uh Kevin came on on Monday and basically said the galaxy were, they they want to get at defenders okay that's what there was uh, Toclosa said it uh Shkoloto has basically said it Klein has said it um, they, they know they need defenders. They know they need to fix the defense. But you also have a coach right now, Scalotto, who has not sat down with any of his players yet, who hasn't yeah. seen what the team looks like. And so if you go into training camp without the defenders, that's okay too. You can you can sit there a little bit. Well, look to last season. When when did we get our savior? When did, Zlo- when did, when did God... Like three games in the four... Se- yeah, three games in yeah, the, the season. Yeah, the season was already started. Yep. And, th- and that's when he came in and made the difference. So I'm not saying... <laughs> We'd be happy to start making these moves once we're five games into the season. But, you know, it is still January and it's, it's too early to say that we're not happy with the roster construction right now. I think it is too early because all the dominoes haven't fallen yet. And especially with Shkoloto and, and we'll talk about the rumors a little bit later. Of course, there are going to be players who he's going to reach out. He's going to talk to, you know, officially what, what's it been two weeks since he's been with the club. Yeah. And so that's going to take time for him to, to put those feelers out as well. Yeah, it, it, it's it's a bigger deal, it, you know. I, I know, and I know that you want to get all the players into preseason because you'd like for them to start gelling. But if you think about it, um, you you look at the the galaxy and how many people they're returning, and how they finish the season out. And you and I are of the delusional, uh, you know, <laughs> belief that uh, it's called being a homer. That, yeah. Embrace it, lean into it. I actually, this is something I believe to my core that the Galaxy, had they gone to the playoffs, would have been a very difficult team to beat. And yep. that, that's basically it. They could have easily won MLS Cup. I could see it. I accept it against Atlanta. That was the only one that yeah. I was like, no, I don't, just don't I think they're better than Atlanta. And that was with the whole league. Atlanta was was miles ahead of everyone else. It, it felt that way. Um, so you go and look at all that stuff, and you say, why would you want to change? Again, I, and my, my big sort of frustration is, 
what else do you want them to change? The only thing they can change or should change is the defense because the midfield and the the offensive side of things was the third best offense in the league. And if you could just cut down on some of the goals that you had, you would have been an easy playoff team. Possibly you would have been at the top of the Western Conference. My only pushback there is with the midfield, uh, you, you may want some of that, the defensive struggles, go with having someone in the midfield who's going to be able to support in those positions as well and not leave them vulnerable. So, uh, so sections of the midfield or section of the midfield, excuse me, can be reinforced and, and you'd like to see someone there, but with legit and Dos Santos, uh, that, that worked out well, but do you, do you it, go it, back to that? I mean, that's sort of the, the question is, do you go back to that? Do you it, go back to, cause I've been leaning towards going back to that and not touching anything because really the offense, you know, just, was thriving there towards the end. They were able to score. Ola Kamara was scoring goals, all, all yeah. sorts of things. But it, it is about, you know, who you match up and how it works. And maybe a Juninho Perry kitchen midfield is what this galaxy needs. And mm-hmm. it's going to show. And that might, that might work in certain situations. There may be, you know, an away game at Vancouver where that's, that's going to work. That's going to be, you know, the, the style that you need to play. But the other thing that I think we're discounting and we're saying last season, uh, Jonah and Legette in the midfield and the wingers and, and the way that, you know, uh, Romney and stairs in the middle of that work. Let's stay with that. We also have to think we have a new coach and we have a new GM and they preach style of play. We're going to create a style. We're going to create uh, an attacking, uh, you know, system. And so they still have to put their footprint on the team. So maybe they get these guys into camp. They look at who they have. They see them train and they go something totally different. They end up with a four, five, one, or they, you know, they go four, three, three. So they may do something totally different based on their evaluation. So to, to solely judge it and say last season this worked again this we're having uh, new chefs in the kitchen so they're gonna they're gonna assemble the ingredients new chefs in the kitchen a little spice <laughs> this year all right bam we'll see. a little emerald we'll, we'll emerald for you that uh, that was it would have been that great had you not screwed that up <laughs> some of the kids are still into right yes that's they they <laughs> love that stuff that's what they want um there was a there's a comedian who was talking about uh you have satellite radio I do not. Okay, so so there's you know satellite radio as as this one comedian says is like the greatest gift ever, and there's all these things, different channels, and that like they feel like there are so many channels that are directly made for you, and there's the lithium channel which plays all the like grunge hits of like oh, the hey, 1990s. It's my brother's move, so, the lithium channel. There you go. So so that's that's sort of it, and he, he was like, and those were all the songs that in high school I was there, and, and the the comedian goes, man, he goes, I listen to that channel, and I feel like I can make varsity all over again. And I'm like. <laughs> You know, there is something. You listen to that channel, you yeah. get a little pumped up, you and do can, so you're like, I am, you can I am taste in. the music. I am in. Varsity is mine this year. We're gonna, we're going to state. <laughs> um, anyway, all right. So we go on uh, technical staff. Let's talk about that because this was interesting. Uh, with uh, Guillermo Barrascoleto making his first, I guess we could call it decisions, um, talking about the the uh, additional assistant coaches that he wanted um, and that he brought on, and the rumors were all there about. By the way. Um, so uh, it was announced on Wednesday that uh, Guillermo Barrascoloto has brought on, and I'm so happy for this. This is this is shenanigans built in for the rest of the season and for as long as these two are together. His twin brother, Gustavo Barrascoloto, uh, will be there alongside. Uh, you have Ariel Pereira and Dominic Kinnear. Um, so Kinnear coming back, and I think we talked a little bit about that on Monday night with Kevin, but... Whose brother is he? Uh, Dominic Kinnear? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> is he a distant cousin? Or? It, it could have been. It could have been. Um, but no, I, I love that the twin brothers are there. I want to see Gustavo come in for a press conference and us not be able to tell the difference. <laughs> um, it's going to be interesting, though, whenever you see him like, walking down the hall. Hopefully they like dress differently all the time because yeah, if it's both of them, I'm going to be I'm, I'm screwed. I'm telling you right and, now. And it doesn't help if they did the move where they put the initials on the jackets because they're both... 
Yeah, both G's. So they're both it G's. really doesn't make yeah. a difference. Yeah, you're just, they're just absolutely. So if they <laughs> want to mess with reporters, they can totally do that. Uh, are we so, still playing the Are You Surprised game? Yeah, yes. Because yes. I'm not surprised by this move. Right? Yeah. Everyone was expecting his twin brother to come along for the ride. Yeah, and you also got uh, uh, Ariel Pereira, who was with him at Boca Juniors as mm-hmm. well, and I think he was at also with him at, at Lanos as well. So, I mean, mm-hmm. these guys, as they've traveled, this is a good team. He already has a team. He, this is basically, he's like, I know how it is, and he's adding Dominic Kinnear, who can speak Spanish, and also can sort of be like, this is these guys, I know them, you know, so it can sort of be the bridge between these two seasons. Um, I think it's an interesting dynamic. Yeah, but it's a smart move because if you come in um, whole hog with a brand new staff, you're, you're starting from scratch, especially when you look at the roster and it's mostly people who have already been here. So keeping Dom is is absolutely a, a key factor because you're gonna he's gonna be uh, he's gonna be the secret to the success because he's gonna be able to communicate the old the gal- galaxy of 2018 with the galaxy of, of 2019. So what didn't work? And then what worked, and he's he's going to be the the go between there. So I think it's 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 fantastic that he's able to stay because, based on his resume, he he could definitely be going elsewhere. So the fact that you know he's willing to stay, especially after what it seems like they the galaxy offered him a position that maybe wasn't right uh, uh, up to his standards, but the fact that he's still staying with the club, relationships must be good to a certain extent, or he must like the players in the locker room. Yeah, well, and the players love him. Yeah. I mean, so so we know that. Uh, the other news there was Javier Javier Valdecantos, 60-year-old uh, 60 60 year Javier Valdecantos, is joining as the club fitness coach. Uh, that means, by the way, that uh, we had some departures as well, which is director of sports performance Pierre Baru and assistant coach Ezra Hendrickson are no longer with the mm-hmm. club, and that also includes Kurt Schmidt, who is no longer with the club as well. But... They did keep former assistant coach Junior Gonzalez will remain uh, with the club as a scout. Perfect. So, do, we, do we know uh, Valdecantos? Do we know how he is with hamstrings? <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> apparently, is he a hamstring this, specialist. Apparently, this guy has like a mythical sort of following to him that he is like this this miracle worker. Ooh, with, is it like one of those Mr. Miyagi where you I, know he, he, could he be. claps the hands and shakes them together? Yeah, Valdecantos, heals people. Valdecantos, 60, was born in Buenos Aires, Argentina, and joined Scalotto's staff at Boca Juniors when he was hired in 2016. Valdecantos has worked for professional clubs in Argentina, Spain, Paraguay, Uruguay, and Mexico. So yeah. You don't hang around that long and not know what you're doing. He's. It seemed, it's going to be really really fun to like sort of see what happens. <laughs> I'm on a, I'm, I get always get pumped this up. This is for exciting. Stuff. Galaxy still don't have a goalkeeper coach, by the way. I just want to point that out just in case you're paying along. <laughs> this um, is your, your weekly Matt Reese plug. My Matt Reese plug. <laughs> I, I really enjoy Matt is, Reese. Is he giving a little bit off the I, top I, here? I, to I said <laughs> I'm going to start charging him. Uh, he didn't ask me to put his name out there. I'm just... <laughs> he's like, why, why are you volunteering? Well, I'm enjoying my time he, off. <laughs> he's like, I am doing good. I'm playing FIFA and having a good way and what a segue that oh, was. Wow. You almost pulled your hamstring stretching for that. One, that was it was I'll nice. allow it. That was that was smooth as butter. <laughs> um, all right, LA Galaxy re-signed uh, esports player Giuseppe Gustella to a new contract, and then they also signed some new esports guys. I know Eric, you were you were following this even more than I was. Yeah, uh, I'm all in. You're, all you're all in. You know, okay, so basically, they they now have a team of four esports players, yes, correct? And, okay. and they all have different different specialties as well because some are Xbox players, some are PS4 players. And so, you know, you bring these guys in. So I think it's an exciting thing uh, to have these esports players because uh, it, it was funny the reaction that people have. Who cares? <laughs> who cares, right? That's, that's what people that, are saying. Uh, who cares? And why, why are we not talking about bringing in defenders? Why are we not building our team? Why are we wasting our time uh, with esports? And I'm going to defend it for a little bit. 
And I, I think it's it's a smart move for the Galaxy to have these esports players, and especially with FIFA. And the timing of the announcement, it's January. The games are not happening for another, uh, you know, another few weeks. So you're not going to announce it in the middle of summer when you're in the middle of the season. This is the time to make the announcement that you have your esports players. The second thing is kids play FIFA. I don't know if you've heard, but kids play FIFA. This, and they this, have is, been, this is news to me. Yeah, now. and have been for, you know, the past... 25 years. There are different games and trends that come. Uh, you know, Grand Theft Auto was the hot thing. Call of Duty was another thing. Minecraft. Now it's Fortnite. But FIFA has always been the other game. It's always whatever's hot right now and then FIFA. And so to have someone out there and and, and just being connected with school-aged children, you, you see that they love video games. They love watching gamers on Twitch. And so when they see someone who's representing the LA Galaxy and playing their game FIFA, this is something that's good for the Galaxy brand. And it's a smart, it's a smart business decision to bring these guys in to represent the club. And it, it does no harm. It does no harm. By the way, yeah. there there also is um I think there's a tournament coming up that the Galaxy mm-hmm. are actually hosting. I, I maybe on January I think it's in January sometime. January twenty seventh or something like that. I don't know. It's we'll probably it. in the press release. I, <laughs> I probably could have read it before I just tossed it aside. But anyway, no, I mean this is fine. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Uh people get bent out of shape about this. This was not something that Guillermo Barrascolotto was doing. <laughs> all Dennis right? Teclose didn't the, go and scout these guys himself. Teclose wasn't like, oh, look at those joystick <laughs> skills. Um no. No, that wasn't what happened. So, I mean, the Galaxy doing well. And by the way, I think this is a growth area for, you know, for MLS. And it's a growth area for just esports in general. And I want to say I would gladly go to StubHub and watch a final on a big yeah. screen, you know, and, and do that as well. And so. it's something you don't want to be on the wrong side and and be the grumpy old man. Oh, get off my lawn. This you, isn't a sport. Because 100 years ago, how many people were saying, you're, you're going to go pay to watch people kick a, ball, a round ball into a goal? Why, why are you paying for that? This is just the way the world is going. It's something people enjoy doing and so you know don't get bent out of shape about it this is a thing that people enjoy you enjoy the la galaxy if you're listening to this and there are people who don't and that's okay people enjoy esports if you don't enjoy it that's okay they can still have that lane uh to thrive in there are party poopers everywhere eric and (laughs) we just won't allow it for this esports stuff all right this is this you know who the biggest party pooper on esports is i'm gonna call him out panda oh he's not all in mr kevin baxter is like i go hey dude you should write an article about this Mm." you hey go on twitter and tell kevin he should write an esports article (laughs) and and find out what he says all right just if you don't get blocked i'm just warning you i don't know and that's one of me personally i'm not all you know, I, I don't watch it and I don't follow it a hundred percent closely, right. but I get it. I understand the the draw and the appeal to it, so I'm not going to poo poo it. The, the the best thing was uh, somebody was saying, "Hey, how can these kids sit there and watch somebody else do something like play a game?" And it's I, like, don't don't you watch HGTV and watch people remodel their houses all the time? <laughs> and are you remodeling your house? Probably not. Aren't you watching two guys talk about guys playing like, esports sports? on YouTube? This is Wheels Within Wheels right now. They're, they're betting on us though. That's the whole thing. They're going to see who's going to pass out first. Um, all right, let's go on and move on. Let's do MLS Combine stuff. Or not Combine, but uh, Super Draft. MLS Combine over uh, as of yesterday on the ninth. Everything now ships shifts to McCormick Place in. Chicago, a place I've been multiple times, never for a soccer event. Um, it's a giant convention hall that is just probably one of the most boring places on the face of this earth. Um, <laughs> but not tomorrow. But not tomorrow. MLS Super Draft will start. And of course, we've talked with the LA Galaxy having six picks overall. Not as many as FC Cincinnati, who has 10. But yes. almost as many. I mean, you're you're within striking distance there. Uh, if you didn't pay attention to that, FC Cincinnati picked up every single one of the Philadelphia Union's draft picks. Yeah, which, by the way, you know, Bruce Serena once passed on a draft pick, and everybody gave him crap. 
completely giving away all your draft picks to somebody else and then trying really hard to justify it was <laughs> the best thing. And by the way, I have no problem with if that strategy. If you're going to pass anyway, then then give them to the new guy. And you got something out of it, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. And and FC Cincinnati is really going to choose 10 players out of this draft. See, I have a there's a, there's a thing. People are calling it the MLS Super Draft and really I think we should be shifting our focus and calling it the USL Super Draft yeah. because most of these players now with the gap between college and the professional ranks, I think widening and not getting, you know, any smaller. Um, or certainly not whenever the LA Galaxy were able to get AJ De La Garza and Omar Gonzalez from the same draft and, and put them together on the field in that same year and be successful uh, in 2009 going to an MLS Cup. Um, it, it's not like that anymore. And these kids, I mean, you saw you saw Hilliard Arce, who I think could be a good defender. He just, I didn't feel the game speed was there. And yeah. I think he just, it's just something he has and to And that learn. goes to say something because he was coming off the national championship team. Yeah. You know, arguably the best team in the country. He was the pillar of the defense. Twice, two times, two time, and he was he was the captain of that team, and so and he came in and he he didn't steal a starting spot from from any of our MLS caliber defenders. So that tells you the gap that's there. And so with the amount of academies and USL affiliates that there are out there, that's what this draft is. It's you see what they can do, and if they're successful in USL, you can see them uh, hopefully make their way. Up to the first team. There, there was a Jared comment and Dota, um, a Dota comment in in the uh, in no. the chat room, and that's thrown it way back. So uh, I don't know. <laughs> you I lost, don't, lost me. You, on that you, you don't know Do- Dota's a uh, an e game, an esports game for oh, sure. Wow. Oh yeah. Oh oh yes. <laughs> uh, former co-host Jared Dubois, and then former co-host Corey Ritzau and I went to a Buffalo Wild Wings and almost got in a fight with Dota people whenever we were going to watch a Galaxy game that was supposed to be there. Yeah, anyway. So, Good times. Uh, yeah, well. great times, great times. <laughs> but we go back to Super Draft. So again, six picks for the Galaxy. There's no way they're putting all six on the calendar or on the on the, the roster. roster. Mm-hmm. Um, they have the overall 12th pick, mm-hmm. overall 36th pick, overall 51st, overall 52nd. I think that's where they would stop. I yeah. don't see them going beyond that. Overall 60th. Yeah. And then overall 86. So that goes through all four rounds. They have three round or three picks in the third round. And from my understanding, if I'm still correct, only the first two rounds are televised of the MLS Super Draft. And I believe they do the next two rounds on a conference call. So really, it only goes two rounds that they're actually doing. And then they do two rounds like the day or two later on a conference call because you're in third and fourth round. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that type <laughs> of thing. Hit the ticker. So, you know, I expect the Galaxy will make, you know, their first and second round picks, and those are probably going to be good picks. So you went over some mock drafts, and I just said, hey, Ugh. try to find some of the names that maybe line <laughs> up or just throw some guys out there and, and sort of see where the LA Galaxy uh, might end up. So we're, 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 what have you found? So, so looking at the mock drafts, and again, the deep world of MLS Superdraft mock drafts, what, what a world it is. Um, the, the same names kind of popped up in this area. And so there are three names that stick out and they're all defenders. The first one is Akeem Ward from Creighton. He's someone uh, that he went into the combine as the top fullback. Uh, but people, I guess uh, other, other prospects seem to show out above him. So he may drop to that 12 spot. Okay. So the fact that he was highly touted coming in shows that he would possibly be a good pick that if he fell to that number 12 spot, that seems like it would be a good fit okay. uh, for the galaxy. The other one that a uh, name that pops out there is Sergio Rivas. He's from Seattle university. So he's another, uh, you know, defender who would come and mimic that, uh, Thomas Hilliard Arce style player. So it, the only question is if you have Thomas Hilliard Arce, are you going to bring someone in? 
who, who's very similar right. uh, to him. And the other one that I saw pop up in that number 12 spot is Prosper Figby. Which should just happen which, just because on name of the name. Alone, yes. that, that sounds like uh, you know an esports name. Right there. It like, does. That should be in a video game. It does. Prosper Figby. Yes. yes. So uh, you know he's out of Virginia, and so he's someone who, uh, in contrast to Akeem Ward, he's someone who impressed, and so he's the one who's moved up to that position. So it's going to be just a matter of, of you know where these players fall. There are some players who are homegrown players, and I think that b- teams are looking to pick up homegrown players because of the roster implications that it right. has. But a lot of those players are more highly, they're going to go before that number 12 spot. So I think if you have someone, a name that just pops up here is John Nelson. So he's someone who's expected to go, you know, number six, and he's a homegrown player out of North Carolina. So if, if you get a homegrown player to happen to fall, the Galaxy might, jump on that opportunity because it's not going to take um, roster space. But it's, it's just, you know, it, it's tough because I don't know how people are able to keep up uh, with the college game. But, you know, we know Shkoloto was there. We know Tecloso was there. Right. And so they were able to see these guys and see what they can do. So I'm sure whatever they saw um, and how they want to fill the roster, whether it is defense, which we suspect, or if they go a different direction and bring in uh, some attackers. Yeah, I think it's interesting. Paul Tenorio uh, was reporting uh, that uh, basically the Combine was probably on its last year anyway, and that this was it, and that it's just expensive, and that there's just there's no need for it anymore. Yeah. And quite honestly, if you have a scouting department that wants to go down and scout college teams anymore, yeah. then you can do that, and, and you can still tape. have a draft, and you, there's tape, and you can do that. Mm-hmm. So there's no reason to have a Combine anymore, and quite honestly, the college season season should uh, stand alone. Uh, Mike Gray, who uh, obviously writes for LA Galaxy Confidential, uh, did pick Prosper Figby well, in the SB Nation uh, mock draft. So, Mike, there you go. That was uh, There was your free plug, Mike, that will only cost you 20 bucks. Um, <laughs> so, as we continue on with the MLS Super Draft, just sort of look at that. I, you know, the Galaxy could end up picking six players if they do. Guaranteed that you're not going to get... Maybe you get one or two of those six will sign a senior team contract. The rest will either go to USL and sign with USL, Eric, or they're not going to get signed. Is this something, uh, I know the NBA, when they draft players, they bring them into camp, uh, you know, they play them in the summer league, and if they don't pan out, they could drop them. Yeah. Is that something where the, the, yeah. the Galaxy could pick six, yeah. bring them into camp, try them out, and if they... The, there's no commitment that they have to sign these players? No, there's no commitment. Okay, and so you always have to sit there and say, oh, you know, are they? Especially lower round guys have yeah. not made, you know, much of an impact either. I mean, Hilliard Arce was actually kind of an exception in the last couple of years. Um, Looking at the 36th pick, hoping okay. Marcelo Borges from Michigan oh, there falls you go. back. He's, he sounds Portuguese. It's a Portuguese last name. So you're you're all in. <laughs> I'm all in on Marcelo all right. Borges out of Michigan. That makes sense. Left back. We need a left back. That makes sense. All right. If you're listening, Marcelo Borges, I'm all, I'm all in. Call that, me, your new agent. That's how it is. All right, uh, <laughs> Ashley Cole, back to the galaxy. Let's do rumors. Speaking of left, backs, I know we need to. We need to get segue? there. That was that was way smoother than my <laughs> my my esports one. Um, it, Ashley Cole coming back to the LA Galaxy. All right, uh, I believe it was. Uh, Sam Steschkel, who mm-hmm. had that one? Yes, um, not fake Sam Steschkel. Not Yeah, the real one. Uh, and <laughs> Sam does a great job out there. So Sam and Paul Tenorio are basically, if they say something, don't come to me and ask me if it's true because it's already, whatever they said is true. All right, yeah. these guys are really good. Legs are moving. Uh, but anyway, uh, uh, Sam Steschkel basically says that uh, Dennis DeClosa has been um, in talks with Ashley Cole. Now, after I heard that, I decided to do a little bit of digging and find it. And while I can't have anybody who jumps up and down and says, oh yeah, it's going to happen, I did have somebody tell me that apparently Ashley Cole never left Los Angeles this year, which I thought was really interesting because we all thought that for sure he was going to go back to England. Thought he was stay. homesick. Yeah. We thought that he wanted to go back to England. That was all. That was what we heard. This is your fault, Josh. Yeah, I know. That's what you told us. I, I was. I was. It, it seemed right. <laughs> you know, it's all this stuff. Um, 
Ashley basic, you know, throughout the season, Ashley said, I'm not coming back, basically. And it, but it's it was, and he said, if the Galaxy want to talk to me, yeah, then we can talk. Um, there was a rumor at the very beginning of the offseason that came out of England that said the LA Galaxy had offered him a contract, and that was not true. So that 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 was not a true thing that had happened. And here's the good sign if you do want him to come back, is if he was gonna go somewhere else to play, the transfer window you know in europe is going on right now so you're not hearing about other teams offering him uh, to come play back in england whether it's in the championship or the premiership you're not hearing those rumors pop up so that may i don't know if that's uh, a matter of him trying to negotiate with the galaxy and wanting to stay here or if it's just the fact that it's gone cold and uh you know maybe he's not wanted as a player on the field back in england yeah, I mean, it's it's all interesting because we thought maybe he would go coach, and mm-hmm. that I, I thought that was a, a prime thing for him. But anyway, uh, you know, speaking to at least one player, um, one player was like, "Yeah, we'd love to have him back." Um, that being said, what you have a thirty-eight-year-old Ashley Cole. He just turned thirty-eight, I believe, in December twentieth. So that was recent. Yeah, and I think if if you want him back, you want him for that experience and the advice. And he was the captain. You, you he want was the captain. You want the soccer mind. Yeah, he, he was captain. I could see where players would want him back. That makes sense to me. Yeah. Um. So anyway, no, I mean, all, all that stuff. He's he's a great guy. Now, I mean, I think. It, it would feel a little bit like a panic move, like, hey, we don't have a left back. Can you come be a left back? But it's also Ashley Cole as the captain. So I'm at the well, right price. This is where I always put it. At the right price, Ashley Cole makes a ton of sense. And, and do you do you bring back Ashley Cole as your sub, as your depth? That's kind of an odd, an odd move also for someone who captained your team, played a ton of games, and, and was serviceable, uh, you know, I think he maybe took a step backward, but at the same time, did he take a step backward enough to make him your bench option? If he, is that disrespectful? Is that something he wants? Is that something that he'd be willing to do? Trying to think of roster flexibility. If you bring Ashley Cole back, whether he's a starter or anything, he becomes your third left back, right? Because you have Jorgen who can play left back, you have Romney who can play left back, and you would have Ashley Cole, Cole who can play left back. That's not horrible no, in terms that's, of that's, a, that's depth. This is why Romney's so versatile, by the way, that <laughs> this is why it makes sense that you bring him back for however much money he ended yeah. up getting, which was a raise, but you know, was it's not a ridiculous amount of money. Is it makes sense? Because you go, oh, well, Romney's depth at that position. Then you go to center back. Well, Romney's depth. That, oh, <laughs> then you that, go to right back. Oh, the right back. Oh, Romney's then depth go, at that position. Then you go striker because Dave Romney Dave, is my favorite striker. Dave Romney is everybody's favorite striker. Um, no, but so you look at that and you look at the depth and with Ashley Cole coming back, now you have an actual left back like line. Right, you have three deep, and you're like, okay, now it might be that three of those guys start. All three of them yeah. start, which I can see with Rolf, Romney, yeah. Shelvick, and Cole. That sounds that sounds like a backline. <sighs> the problem is Shelvick <laughs> on that, right? I mean, that's but who else? Who else is walking through the door? I what? Uh, <laughs> another transition, <laughs> sir. All right, the the rumor that came out today, and one that I cannot confirm. Although it certainly takes a lot of boxes. So if you go over to the rumor tracker, you're going to see it is a warm rumor. It's not a hot rumor. It's not a (laughs) scorching hot rumor. It's not a cold rumor. It is right in the middle because this is one of those that, while it makes a ton of sense, it makes a ton of sense and could be wrong. Yes. But 26-year-old defender Diego Polenta is rumored to have reached an agreement to sign with the LA Galaxy. Polenta is a left-footed center back and is currently out of contract after captaining uh, Uruguay inside Club Nacional of the Primera División. Um, this is a guy who is currently out of contract and has been out of contract since July 1st, so he doesn't have a club. Um, all of these things seem to line up to say that this is great, that this could be a, a 
really good signing for the LA Galaxy, a guy who's out of contract. As it, well, the run red flag is that he's been without a club True. for six months. True. That is a red flag. But 26, yep. coming from uh, you know one of the biggest clubs in that country, that, that's a good sign. And you know my sources, seeing Dennis Teclosa following him on Instagram, that seals the deal for that, me. That does it for you. I, I will say <laughs> this. Here's, here's where it gets better. And the story itself, like a lot of times there's made-up stories and you sit there and go, well, that's a stupid made-up story. <laughs> At least in this one, if they're making it up, they're making it up well. Yes. Uh, that uh, Guillermo Barrescoloto had Polenta on his list of people he wanted to transfer in after playing against Nacional um, with Boca Juniors and was like, hey, we want you at Boca Juniors, and they could never get a deal done. Um, and so they wanted them multiple yeah. times, apparently, and they still couldn't get him to uh, to Boca Juniors. And now that he's with the LA Galaxy... Now's his chance. Now's his chance. He's out. Um, it, it's it makes a ton of sense. This is where this is where it gets dangerous on rumors. Usually, I can tell for rumors BS pretty quick in terms of it doesn't make sense. The timing makes sense. The player's age makes sense. The player's position makes sense. The fact that he's out of contract, quite honestly, makes sense for an, for signing me, the, in MLS. The sources that it, that they're coming from, it's coming. It's a lot know, of Latin, Latin, Latin American, American yeah. Uh, but, yeah. But it's people who are familiar with those players. It's yeah. not. It's not. Uh, you know, someone who wants a player you know, from, from those countries to come this way and, and keeps an eye on someone who's already I- embedded in that system yeah. who, who probably has some connections closer to that player. Well, I mean, so it's, it's again, it's warm. Warm is the appropriate rating. I like that. Here, That's why you go to the tracker here. Let me give you some fishy stuff too about this. Cause there's plenty. I'll give you the, there's the pump up. You can all yeah. get excited. All right. Here now we let go. us down, Josh. Yep. Everything, everything's <laughs> going. Now let me just throw some cold water on it. Uh, whenever you actually try to trace back and find the story and do all this stuff, it goes back to like four different reporters, like through a chain in order to try to confirm it. So it's like, this guy confirmed it. And then you go to that guy and he's like, and this guy confirmed it. And you're like, okay. And then you go to this next guy and this guy confirmed it. You're like, could somebody show me something that is real in and any how of this? Long, is this a, one of those pranks, you know, yeah. six months he's been without a club and it just, those, those Twitter threads where you just keep clicking and it just, and keeps, just keeps going, going down and, and going down. Yeah, and yeah. going and so on yeah, and so on. Yeah. Out of contract. Red flag a little bit, yes. as you said. Um, the free transfer makes sense for MLS yep. wise. The f- here's here's where you take it and you want to connect the dots is because of the prior relationship with uh, Guillermo Barrescoloto, and it's because it's a position of need for the Galaxy, and it's because it's a younger player, mm-hmm. and it's because it's a guy who was captain of his team in a competitive league in South America. Yep. All these things make sense. So. You know, again, we're leaving it on warm if I can get. And by the way, I asked and I got the, um, let me see here. Uh, I don't know that guy. Polenta, don't you eat polenta? Yeah, is that, that what you got? Is that what I, <laughs> uh, the name doesn't ring a bell. That's what I got. Um, so you look at all this stuff, um, and try to figure out where it is and how it goes. Um, and you sort of see that right now we feel that, you know, it's a warm rumor. It could happen. It could not happen. We could find out tomorrow that it all goes downhill and all goes sideways. Uh, I'll say that, uh, Christian, uh, Christian in our chat room, uh, talking about, uh, Polenta's agent and I'll go with Christian on here. I'll trust somebody. He says that, uh, Oscar Betten, uh, Bettencourt is his agent and he has connections to Guillermo Barrescoloto as well. It, it feels again, you start, you can connect keys to this. Mm-hmm. I can, that's why it's warm and not cold. Yes. If I couldn't have, if I didn't have a good story on this and didn't have a way to do it, uh, I talked to some, to some players and they were like, I have no idea. 
um, which is normal. <laughs> By the way, the players... The players, I would assume, would be the last the ones. The last to know. ones, to we know. definitely care a lot more than the players care. I, I would assume that. Yes, yeah, it certainly is. So it is a uh, it's a warm rumor right now. We will upgrade it if we get even the slightest bit of what I feel is real confirmation um, in terms of a really good source saying it or anything else. But we're we're hunting, we're digging, we're trying to find some stuff out. Yeah, so that they're is, not telling us no. They're, that's that's another important thing, which is no that and that happens all the time. By the way, where you're like this guy, and they're like no. Um, my sources, I do that all the time. Hey, how about that? No. Oh, but what if? No. Okay, cool. <laughs> Moving uh, on. Uh, Giovanni Dos Santos turned down a transfer out of Major League Soccer. Perfectly plausible, by the way. <laughs> it makes 100% sense. Uh, Ives uh, was reporting it on Goal.com that Gio turned down a transfer request from abroad. Uh, there was no indication of what region nor what team it was, so we have no idea where he turned it down. This could indicate, Eric, as we were talking yes. about before this, uh, that Giovanni Dos Santos, as I have theorized many, many times, um, that Giovanni Dos Santos has a, tra- a no-trade clause. Yeah, that's what that's what this smells like, is if uh, he, he rejected it, then that says that he has the power to say no. And so the fact that, uh, you know, they tried to move him, he did not want to move, that all signs point to me that that's a no-trade clause. Maybe it's not. Maybe if if... They say, hey, we're going to sell you. And he says, well, if you sell me, I'm going to retire. Or I'm not going to play for that club. That's something that's not unheard of. So maybe that's where the deal falls through. But it seems like it's a no-trade clause. And if you think back to um, the allocation draft, or was the allocation the no, expansion, um, draft, expansion draft, the, the rumor with Cincinnati and how Cincinnati was maybe a possible destination, um, the fact that, you know, that probably wasn't true, but something where if if a club popped up that he doesn't want to go to, he can turn it down. So it's just a matter of, of figuring that out. It, it's not that big a deal. It, it is. Here's the deal for Geo. If he wants to go somewhere and play, then he'll he'll lift that no trade clause. And by the way, no trade, no transfer. They're the same thing. Um. So, uh, from my understanding, if you're going to buy him out, it's a buyout at contract rate. So whatever he's getting paid for the 2019 season, that's what you're paying him. Unless there's a specific buyout clause, yeah. and that buyout clause could be more or less. So, yeah. you know, that's a little bit of a deal. But I just feel like the Galaxy aren't panicking and yeah. that they know he's going to go. And, and there's going to be other news that's really... And it's not like transfer news or mm-hmm. anything else, but it is going to be, as Kevin and I were theorizing on Monday, that the Galaxy are building without Giovanni Del Santos. They're doing things without him. Yeah. There's going to be more of that as we funnel you, down. You don't sign four DPs without a plan Point. in place. You would think. <laughs> you would think. And, or you would hope that that would be the case. Or... Or you sign four DPs, by the way, yeah. and you sit there and go, okay, worst case scenario, we buy him out. Okay. That's and, it. And the other piece of this, too, is Gio could be calling their bluff because uh, Gio could be saying, maybe I want to go play for this club, but this club doesn't want to pay my salary, so I'm going to wait until the very last minute. Galaxy buys out the contract, and then that club gets him at a discount price. They right. get him without needing to pay any fee at all. Yeah. And so maybe he's calling their bluff, and who knows uh, what conversations he's had with different clubs uh, to kind of hate to say it, to play the galaxy in this way. Well, and the other thing is that you could look at is that, yes, Gio has a contract, but if he was going to go somewhere else, basically you get to agree to new terms with mm. the team that you're going to, and then that could be less money, and he could be like, no, I'm going to take... Me, let me let take me, this $6 million, and the six, then I'll go yeah, take your and money. and then I'll go take your money, well, exactly. Well, similar to how we got Ashley Cole. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Ashley Cole takes the buyout and then mm. comes to the LA Galaxy. At a discount. At a discount. Um, all those things make sense, and, and that's why Eric's a genius. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Then yeah. we get recorded for all eternity. All, Thank all you. for eternity, that, or for <laughs> you know at least a year, you know, until I stop paying the SoundCloud <laughs> and it disappears or whatever. Um, so anyway, so that's Giovanni dos Santos. The other sort of Giovanni dos Santos 
I'm going to say, we're going to say loose connection here, um, is that uh, with Club America, uh, Diego, uh, and I'm, Lainez? Lainez? Spelled Lainez. Lainez? Lainez? It's not Yanis. Yeah, it's not Yanis. We're not, there's not two L's. <laughs> the, the, the whitest person you know is trying to figure this out right now, me. Um, you have no excuse. Oh, well, I'm Portuguese. It's different. It's, I, it's very different. It's always different. When it's not in my favor, it's very different. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so anyway, see, Diego uh, Lioness. I will go with that. Lioness it, sounds good. Th- that that good? was impressive. I'll go with that one? Yeah. Okay, sure. Why not? People are screaming right now. <laughs> you idiots! I don't watch Liga MX that much. Um, going to Real Betis of La Liga. Real uh, Batiste. Batiste, sorry. <laughs> I'm turning into to. Kevin. I had to. I'm turning into I Kevin. Had to. This is what there's I, nothing wrong with what you said. I just wanted to be that guy. Okay, cool. Um, anyway, of La Liga, uh, this is people have been theorizing perhaps that opens a door uh, for Giovanni Dos Santos <laughs> to move to Club America. I should read what I wrote. I, I basically said on on our our notes. I said, does that open the door for Gio, Gio to move to Club America? Yeah. Question mark. No. <laughs> right next to it. You answered um, your own question. Yeah, it we just get rid of this someone whose star is on the rise, and we're going to backfill them with someone whose star is, is on the decline. What's, what's the opposite of the rise? Decline, yeah. decline. Yeah, <laughs> to yeah. close. Yeah, no, <laughs> Giovanni dos Santos. There we go. Um, so down. It just doesn't feel like that. That that it could end up happening, but that does this doesn't feel like a precursor to that move by any. And given of his age, it's not that he you know was making probably not making a large salary at Club America because. He was a young player. Now is when he's getting his paycheck. So it's not a matter of they have the funds now. They opened up funds. I doubt that he was costing uh, that club a lot of money. I think it's going to be interesting here. Again, the LA Galaxy uh, just days away, 10 days away from preseason training uh, starting. 51 days until the match against Chicago. And of course, it's been 795 days since the Galaxy's last playoff game and 1,495 days since the last MLS Cup win. Just in case you wanted to keep track of that stuff. I have it on my phone. If that depresses you, they they did... uh, there was a stat that came out today, total points all time. And the Galaxy are number one. Number one. Number so one. if you feel bad about it, Just, all time, that'll make you feel LA better. Galaxy number one. Uh, one little other bit of news, of course, is Sebastian Legette off with the U.S. Men's National Team training uh, with Greg Berhalter, their first camp under new head coach Greg Berhalter. He seems like he's enjoying himself. LA Galaxy posting a lot of pictures of him. That's good. Uh, that camp means that Seba has a head start above everybody yeah. else. Uh there's, uh, there's another news that we have, which is that uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic t- sent his first video from StubHub Center. He was putting morning. on his socks. He was putting and on his, his shoes, shoes and his shoes. This, and listening to some suspect music. There you go. It's a great video. It, it, it's a perfect video. It's everything <laughs> that you want from Zlatan. Zlatan's back uh, in Los Angeles. It would seem as long as that video was actually yeah. shot today, which I believe it was. <laughs> it went on about six seconds too long. Yeah. So of course. Started about six seconds too soon and then went on just a little too long. You're like, okay, so what's he going to do? <laughs> what's he, happening he, here? It's like somebody just stalking him. They're standing. Uh, officially, the LA Galaxy cannot start training, so you, you can't. He's doing this on his own. He's doing it on his own. He's allowed to be at the facility. Yep. But And if you remember at one point, Robbie Keane and Landon Donovan got all of the LA Galaxy before a CCL um, year where they were going in the CONCACAF Champions League. They got them together to train without the coaches yeah. before uh, the CBA would allow them to do that. Basically all dictated by the collective bargaining agreement between the league and the players. Um, so that's how that all goes. Uh, let's see. Dun, 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 dun. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I think that's it. That's it. Yeah, we've, we've, we've covered a large we've, chunk of it. Right. We got esports. We got the Super Draft. We got rumors. I think the Super Draft is going to be interesting to see how... I'm curious to, to see how it plays out. I would... To close because... 
Uh, and Kevin, actually, I was talking to him on the phone today. He came up with this. He said, you know, maybe Tocolosa just stashes a whole bunch of guys. You get all six picks, and then you send them down to USL and build that team. Up. Well, and that's why, you know, I, I asked the question if there's any obligation to pay these players because my initial thought is you take those top, you know, that's a, that's picks. A, that's, a, top... that's a very Dave Denholm, yeah. by the way. <laughs> he hates it whenever Bruce Arena passed in the draft. Yeah. Dave almost lost. <laughs> you take it, you get them in camp, and you look at them, and you yeah. see them for free. Because my, my, my first thought is you take those, you know, the first, the 36, and then maybe be the 51st and 52nd and those are the ones you you deal right. with but if it doesn't cost you anything and we know they were at the combine they were looking at these players so maybe they they bring in six that they like or six that they thought were interesting but if the players that they liked are gone by the time they get to those late stages i, I don't imagine them wasting their time uh gbs and dtk don't look like people who who want to waste their their breath oh i have something we can we can close on uh for all the smart people who have figured out that you can send giovanni del santos down to los dos in order to free up a designated player spot no is that can't. a thing no, you can't. You can't do it. If he has a no trade clause, I'm sure he has a no no, no transfer, dose clause. No, no, no I, dose on the dose. Clause. M- MLS wouldn't allow it. Um, they wouldn't allow it. I'm telling you right a now, DP. they straight up wouldn't allow it. It, it. They you could send a DP down there if he was like recovering from injury, and you could have him down there for I think max like three weeks, maybe a month. Like if it was a long injury, <laughs> I would think USL probably has something in the stipulations that I, prevents they, that. I, who knows? But anyway, I, it just wouldn't happen. MLS would be like, no, nice try. It's not like Joel Pedro where you just send him on loan oh, and forget on. about him. Why do you have to do that? Poor He's Joel. still on the roster. He is on the roster. I have to put him on the right. He's technically part of one of the 23, but I would imagine that he's on loan and he goes away again. Do, do me this favor. No, yes. one, no one's listening. Yes. Just me and you talking here. Yes. Talk to your sources. Yes. What's happening? Is he coming What's back? With Joao? I need Joao in my life. I, I, I don't even know. I'm sure if I ask some of them, they just laugh at me. I'm at, I'm probably better off just asking Joao myself. What's going on with you? <laughs> hey, dude, are you coming back or what? Are you just DM me? Hit me up. Catch me at uh, Galaxy Profile on, there it is. Uh, on Instagram. Wow. See, we Segway are segways all, all day today, all day, <laughs> every day. Um, so anyway, make sure you follow Eric. He cracks me up all the time whenever he's doing uh, at Galaxy Profile on uh, Instagram. It is the um, it is my new favorite Instagram. It's, it's a lot of fun. So the professional foul. And again, I need to work on my diction. It's Galaxy Profile, P-R-O-F-O-U-L, like professional foul. Sometimes you'll get an ominous post by Jonathan Dos Santos and gets deleted later. And uh, sometimes you'll just get David Bingham's favorite pretzel snack. Or, you or, never know. Or, you never know. Or maybe Jermaine Jones. Or just J- anytime I, Jermaine Jones. I'm just, I'm, he, mo- I'm monitoring Jermaine Jones. I'm trying to stay away from reposting too much Jermaine Jones content. I understand. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's good. It's fun. And and uh, that's what we like. And so uh, go enjoy that, please. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, of course, at Galaxy Podcast. Um, all right. Are we good? We're good. That's it. You promise? We don't have anything else. No, wait. Okay. No, yeah. No, okay. Okay. Tell people where they can find you. You can find me on Twitter at GIS Hammer. You could also hear me on the Guys in Shorts podcast. We had a little bit of a a rebranding and a new format. So you can now follow them at Guys in Shorts pod. Brand new episode up this week. And of course, you can follow me at The Professional Foul, which is on Instagram at Galaxy Pro Foul. And again, like I mentioned, a lot of fun we're having there, reposting uh, players' Instagram stories, figuring out who Dennis Tocosa is following, all of these rumors. You can keep track of it. And of course, we'll link you to cornerofthegalaxy.com. All right. If you're looking for me on Twitter, it's at Jay Guessman, J-G-U-E-S-M-A-N. And of course, at Galaxy Podcast. Cornerofthegalaxy.com is where you can find us, all of our stories, all of our podcasts, all of our articles, all of our updates. That's where you can find it, cornerofthegalaxy.com. Com. And of course, uh, make sure you subscribe to our podcast on any of your podcasts like us. Uh, subscribe on, on YouTube. That's the big one right now. Right, YouTube is where we're trying to grow. Uh, and of course, our live shows on Thursday be the first ones to be able to hear that and uh, join us on our live shows. All right. 
I think that's about it. I don't think we have anything else. So everybody have a great, safe weekend. We'll be back on Monday with Mr. Kevin Baxter, who I believe actually has to travel to Kansas City this weekend to cover throwball again. Poor Kevin Baxter. Oh, poor Panda. All right. For Mr. Eric, the Portuguese Hammer Vieira, I'm Josh Gessman. You've been listening to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Have a great one, everybody. You've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast. And be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. And for all of your independent LA Galaxy news, discussion, and entertainment, including this podcast, head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com. Fans, thanks for listening. We ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again. Until then, I'm Michael Araujo, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, goodbye, everyone.